Welcome to the RDH Magazine Podcast, an Endeavor Business Media production. This show represents the voice of today's RDH. Like mine. And mine. Like mine. And mine. And mine. And yours. Join us each Tuesday and Thursday as we explore trending topics and go behind the scenes and into the minds of our amazing writers and friends. And now, here's the latest episode of In Case You Missed It. This article is titled Q&A 2023 CDT Code Updates and How to Appeal a Claim Denial for SRP by Kathy Forbes, BSRDH, and Connie Simmons, MA, BSDH, RDH. Published in the March 2023 edition of RDH Magazine. Editor's Note. Coding experts Kathy Forbes and Connie Simmons answer questions about the annual changes and updates to the CDT codes. It's important at the beginning of each year to update your office so that you're properly reimbursed. Question. What has changed in the CDT codes for 2023? Kathy Forbes. The Code Maintenance Committee, CMC, of the American Dental Association updated the CDT 2023 Procedure Code Manual to include 29 new codes, as well as 14 revisions and two deletions. One of the more significant revisions relates to the comprehensive series of radiographs shown in Table 1. To see this table, please visit the link in show notes. Previously, the D0210 Nomenclature stated that this was an interoral complete series of radiographic images, usually consisting of 14 to 22 periapical and posterior bite wing images. The way the descriptor was written left room for interpretation, so the illustration from Guide to Interoral Comprehensive Series of Radiographic Imaging Codes Understanding the 2023 Revisions is provided, along with the rationale as discussed during the CMC meeting. This language also translates to three other CDT procedure codes. D0372, intraoral, tomosynthesis, comprehensive series of radiographic images. D0709, intraoral, comprehensive series of radiographic images, image capture only. D0387, intraoral tomosynthesis, comprehensive series of radiographic images, image capture only. These changes were initially proposed by the National Association of Dental Plans, NADP, and the American Academy of Maxillofacial Radiology, AAOMR. There was much discussion during the CMC meeting regarding these revisions with emphasis on including the imaging of vendentulous areas in full mouth series, FMX, which was not previously proposed. With that addition, the revisions passed unanimously. Question. How do you appeal a claim denial for D4341 or D4342 SRP when the reason stated is inadequate bone loss? The patient exhibited six millimeter pockets in all quadrants with bone loss. How do we go about this? Connie Simmons, providing a complete and accurate diagnosis is the first step when submitting a dental insurance claim. Having six millimeters does not describe the extent of bone loss, only the pocket depths. You must demonstrate the amount of clinical attachment loss. Does your periodontal charting show recession along with the pocket depths in those areas? Are your radiographs of good quality, good paralleling technique, so they show the bone loss? 
Does your narrative include a diagnostic statement reflective of the 1999 AAP classifications of periodontal disease and the 2018 classifications, including staging and grading? I work for eAssist and address appeals such as this, and I found that many offices are still not using staging and grading to create a diagnosis for their perio patients. Use the format described below to determine radiographic bone loss, RBL. When I resubmit the radiographs with the bone levels identified as well as the measurements defined below, I've had good success with claims being reviewed and reimbursed. Determine the stage using RBL. Use the ruler icon in your program software to measure the distance from this cemento enamel junction, CEJ, to the apex of the root at the site of greatest loss. If you don't know what the ruler icon is, ask your doctor. He slash she uses it for endo. Keep in mind that a two millimeter distance on average from the CEJ to the alveolar bone crest is considered normal bone level height. So subtract two millimeters from the CEJ to apex measurement to determine where the bone level should be in a healthy state. Next, measure the current bone level at the site, bone height to apex of the root. Subtract the current bone level from the healthy bone level number, and this will give you the level of bone loss. Once you have the bone level loss number, divide it by the healthy bone level number and multiply it by 100. This will give you a percentage of bone loss for staging severity when using RBL as a determinant, i.e. stage 1, 33%. Of course, all other important pieces of periodontal assessment must be included. Bleeding, supercation, vercation involvement, minimal attached gingiva, etc. Documentation is key, including emphasis on any risk factors that provide evidence that this non-surgical periodontal therapy, SRP, is a medically necessary treatment for the patient. Thank you for listening to this episode of the RDH Magazine podcast. We hope you enjoyed this article. Hit that subscribe button and join us next Tuesday to hear another article from our inspired writing team. And if you have a minute, find us on social media, visit our website, and sign up for one of our newsletters to keep up to date with the profession. Hygienists come for the education, but stay for the community. See you next time.